0: All right, what's up, y'all? Got one of my favorite dudes on here with me out in Boulder, Colorado, Drew Hannes with Sweet sweet Cow Ice Cream. Sorry, I can't get my words out today. Um, And Drew and I have actually just been rapping for a few minutes about um, healthy living, healthy eating, and the foundations of... You know, a good life which translates into the foundations of good success in business. So, Drew, man, thanks for joining. You're a dude. I admire your your business acumen, your passion, the way you live your life personally, professionally. uh, And just appreciate you always being open to take time to rap with me, man.
1: Oh, Will, it's such a pleasure man I, I enjoy um, our conversations like you said we already kind of started this before we started to hit record so it's always a pleasure and cl- happy to be with you today
0: well look man I, I spoke with you like a week or two ago and and uh, that's kind of what got this you know set up and um, you were telling me about how you know the last couple of months you guys you know we talked you were on here a couple of months ago I mean things changed so quickly now so it's amazing like What's happened, you know, what was happening in March and then what was happening in April and now what's happening in June. Um, Y'all have been rocking the whole time. You've you've yet to, if I'm correct, you've yet to actually open your doors, meaning that nobody's actually come into your stores. But you've had your your takeout uh, right there at your doors all along. And you guys have just been uh, you've been cranking, right?
1: Yeah, well, we um, we've been open this whole entire time period in 2020. With the exception of a two-day close down in March to retrain our teams, resituate the inside of our shops, and resituate the door and window setup, so when a customer comes to um, get some of our ice cream, they're protected and are more. And just as important, our employees are safely protected as well. That was our number one goal. Will was how do we operate in this moment in life and protect the most important people to us which is our employees so they felt safe coming to work and we knew we could provide them with that environment
0: What? how has that changed or has that changed the the mindset that let's start with the staff ha, have had from you know March or you know the first week or two after you had to, you closed for 2 days you got busy everybody was kind of uncertain they didn't know what was going on everybody was scared is the is the mindset a little bit different now do people feel a little more comfortable or like we have a better understanding of what's going on and are there still people that are concerned about coming to work or what's changed
1: Well I wish I could tell you that the concerns are down I wish I could tell you the anxiety is down but in reality it actually Depending on each state, everyone's got a different time frame for when they roll out a new version of a phase, phase one, phase two, etc. I'll tell you what, four weeks ago, I think we were in a groove where the phase was most people were just coming up and picking up the ice cream that they pre-ordered with us online. So they were walking to the door, they'd say their name, we'd go get their bag, we'd put their bag on the table, off they go. Everyone was pretty much wearing a mask at that point, coming in to pick up ice cream. Our team members have been wearing masks inside the shops for a long time now. But now with this next phase in Colorado, which is where um, you, you could just be out and about, and there's no real mandate. Um, citywide that you have to wear a mask. Some businesses some counties do say if you go into a business you have to wear a mask like a supermarket or a doctor's office but there's, if you're not going into our ice cream shop technically I guess there's no city mandate that says you have to have a mask on. So our, our moment to answer the question is that in reality we have heightened anxiety now more than we probably had since the beginning, because now there's people coming to, there's people coming to our shop that don't have a mask on. And and it puts a little bit of uncomfortableness to our employees where we have a sign at our table that says, you can only order, you have to have a mask on to place an order. You have to have a mask on to pick up an order, kind of like this, no shoes, no shirt, no mask, no service. Like, that's our, that's our motto. And, um, we wish more people would be thinking about protecting themselves and ourselves, but unfortunately it's just not the widespread opinion right now.
0: Okay. So, you have a sign saying they have to have a mask. Are you, have you had people that have refused to wear one?
1: I wouldn't say anyone's refused, Will, but the downfall is this. the, our, our 16, 17, 18-year-old employees sort of have to start off with, hey, welcome to Sweet Cow. It's warm, it's friendly. But then when there's no mask on, it's like, mm-hmm. can you please put on a mask to place your order? Can you please put on a mask to pick up your order? And then you get some some people, a small fraction will, will kind of get that attitude, look, that unfriendliness, like, what, what do you mean? Like, why me? Like, so we've turned what should be nothing but a positive interaction and fun you're picking up ice cream you're stoked you can't wait to eat it um into this well now we've put this uncomfortable conversation moment right in the beginning of our interaction and that's the bummer man that's the bummer for me
0: well okay now do y'all do you have masks for people that may have forgotten them them
1: yeah well and it's an expensive gesture right now like it, it's it could be upwards to seventy five cents to a dollar per mask, and we leave them on the table for free because yeah. we have to. Like we we our customers, we need to protect our employees, so we have no choice but to invest. I believe will most restaurants will have a backup stash of masks because if the rule is, you have to have a mask to come into the restaurant they're going to want you to come in if they don't have one so they're going to hand you one but i do believe most people realize at least in denver boulder that you have to have a mask per city rules to go inside a restaurant
0: so yeah i got it so to go inside you have to but if you are go okay well it's unfortunate you're not going the small our shop, the yeah. small percent i mean if you've got but you know you what else can you do i mean it's like the people that You know, this is just this is a transition time, right? So you said you mentioned the no shirt, no shoes, no mask. I mean, there's probably a time thirty years ago when people, well, you know, remember fast times at Ridgemont High, Spicoli, and he didn't have his shirt on or what? You know, like you can, like there were people that back in the day didn't want to wear shirts and shoes in to order, you know, a hot dog or something, and and uh, and then they had to get over that. And there's now there's the people that don't want to wear the mask. But I think you guys are handling it so well, and I'm sure you do. And you know people roll up hey man just throw this mask on if you don't have one all good um, the people that really have a hard time with that you know man I mean it's like anything you're never going to please everybody they're probably not the customers that you're going to have a long time or want to have a long time possibly anyways as hard as that is to say because if they're complaining about that and don't want to put that on in an environment like this then, eh, yeah, they're probably always going to have something they're going to be pissed about right?
1: Yeah I mean it really just goes back to this where you'd asked if you know how our employees are doing Is the anxiety lower etc like you know yeah like will people are just still not some people are okay wearing a mask and some people are not okay wearing a mask yeah and the downfall is this we're not I'm not here to tell you what you should be doing and you shouldn't be here telling me what I should be doing right but when it comes to me running my business yeah and us trying to service our communities we're gonna require you to wear a mask. Yeah. And because the the reins have been loosened, if you will, as these phases come forward, you're going to have people in your communities that just choose not to participate in wearing a mask. And then that's going to put other people who have anxiety in a, in a moment where they're not happy. Yeah. So is Julie more going to answer your question about our staff is actually a little bit more now anxious again, once again, yeah. because so many people are not wearing masks. But in general, I would tell you that yeah, our employees are in a much better place from a, you know, we've gotten two plus months now into this uh Pandemic, and yeah, people are finally kind of starting to see that. Yeah, I'm smiling under my mask, and I'm happy to come to work. And you know, inside our rooms, to answer your question, our vibe is great. Well, people are smiling, they're joking, they're talking, they're you know, they're having a good time. It's just that every you know, once an hour, once every two hours, somebody comes up to the door without a mask, and then that person you know, has that uncomfortable moment, but you know, 10 minutes later they get over it and I don't mean good over it. That's the wrong thing to say. 10 minutes afterwards they, they, you know, they get by and get through and they move on. But those are the moments that are going to continuously happen. And probably even in greater, in, in a greater capacity uh, over the next handful of weeks, because I think more and more people are going to stop wearing masks for a little while.
0: Mm, yeah that's probably true um have you had uh how's it been out there i mean like if you have you had staff members that have had had this or i I don't
1: we have not had so we have had not we have we've not had one employee yet will that's been that's been tested positively for COVID. we've had some employees that had that Well, I might have a headache or, hey, I went and went somewhere and I went somewhere and they actually had COVID and found out. So they just quarantine like we our company, our company policy right now has been that if you have a temperature, if you don't feel well, if you have a cough, if you have any sort of, hey, I'm not doing well today. You need to tell your manager you need not to not come into work and you need to take six to seven days and quarantine yourself to make sure you have no symptoms. Mm. Um, and, and that's been going really well for us. Again, no one is tested. And also this, if you had those symptoms, we ask you to go get tested on your own before you come back in the room. Gotcha and we've had, very few, we've had very few moments of this. This is just our internal, like, hey, you help yourself out. You help our employees out because we want you back on our schedule, Will. We want you working. We want you to earn your paycheck. But if you decided to go to Nebraska on vacation to see some friends and family and you were in a situation where someone in that house or that party or wherever you went ended up having COVID, well, that's sort of your responsibility, in our opinion, to take care of yourself and You took a risk by going down to see some family and and take a vacation. So we're going to kind of put that on your shoulders to get tested and make sure that you're safe. So, so far it's worked out really well that our employees have been responsible with their time outside of work. And then at work as well, they're being smart by only showing up and clocking in when they're 100% healthy.
0: Got it. All right, man. Well... One of the things I like about you so much, Drew, and I admire and uh, look up to is your um, your mindset, your attitude, your positivity, your uh, ability to, I mean, adjust and move forward and not, you know, you got a tough situation. You took two days, you had to close, and then you changed the business, and you just kept rocking, and you to try to stay positive. And every time I talk to you, I get that vibe. Um, Tell me about that. Tell me about your approach to attitude and positivity and where that came from, how that's evolved, and and why that's important to you.
1: Sure. You know, I, some of it's just – I've even asked myself that same question sometimes, Will, about how am I 48 years old, and I've carried on almost the last 20, almost 30 years of my life since I got to Colorado – why, why is it that I've just moved at such a pace with positivity and not too often let things or moments or situations bring me down and if they brought me down or made me sad or made me concerned that it was for a very brief, short amount of time, meaning a day or two. I just have this ability for the most part to go through my day, no matter how good or bad it is, and then if it didn't it turn out great, it should just kind of close my eyes and go to bed. And when I get up the next day, just start new, like whatever happened was behind me or whatever hurdle I had, I'm going to figure out a plan to work through. Um, but I would say another really positive reason for my positivity, if that's a good saying, is it's ice cream. Will I, I've been working <laughs> in ice cream for 28 years and, yeah. To be around a product that doesn't produce ill feelings, angry people, nobody returns anything—like that's a whole dynamic that you that people are enamored by when they get inside our shop to see all this positivity. Um, youth, I work around. You know, seventy percent of our team is between the ages of sixteen and twenty-one. I work around a lot of young people, and their energy is usually pretty positive. They're in a good place. they 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 make great money working on our our, our, our shops. So, and even when before I owned these shops, I worked in ice cream shops with the same demographic of people who are young and and outgoing, and and that's a healthy thing. But the mindset, Will, of I've just kind of utilize the moment where you know dalai Lama has this quote where you know there's only you, you there's only two days you can't do anything about one is yesterday mm. and one is tomorrow mm. so today is the day to be and love and try and do and and go and 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 that's sort of been a mantra that i've been living a long time even before i read that quote just not knowing
0: it's a great quote uh it's great great way to 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 experience each day. It's a great way to experience each each moment, right? Like, I mean, we we don't know what's going to happen in three hours, um, but we know what's happening right now, right here. Uh, you and I are experiencing a very positive moment um, and a very positive conversation. You know, I, I put a uh, – we have a whiteboard in our, our house, and it's our daily chores. I have three kids, and um, I've been starting to put a, a quote on there each day recently. And, That's awesome. And one I wrote yesterday was uh, – Reality is neutral, and it came from a guy named Naval Ravikant. I really find that to be fascinating. Um, he also says life life is single player. I find that really interesting. That reality is neutral, and I, I, I asked my kids to each tell me what they thought that meant, and we had some interesting conversations around that. And I won't get into too much detail, but you know, it's it really is. Um, it's it, there's there's a there's forces of positivity, forces of negativity. They they balance each other, but you know, you you can determine. Um. through deliberate effort, through intention, through thoughtfulness, through meditation, through prayer, whatever your mechanism may be or some combination thereof, you know, your way of approaching a day and a challenge and a problem and a reality, which we have right now, which really sucks. I mean, it's a tough reality. It's hard. But you can let that bring you down and, and harm your business or you can use it to, as I, I, clearly you're doing, to get better and to adjust and to adopt so that when this comes around again, you know, maybe they find a cure or whatever or a vaccine that is for this and, and we don't have to deal with COVID anymore. We're going to have some other, you know, we're just connected now. We're going to have something else, but you guys are going to be, you know, much more prepared next time. Right. And, and, able to deal with it. And you're using this as a, an abil- a, a tough, stressful, acute, hard situation, but you're using it to grow and get better clearly.
1: Absolutely. Well, and listen, I think a lot of business owners right now, whether they're really down or whether they're they're, they're just getting back on their feet, they're going to tell you they've learned some things about their business hmm. that they would have never imagined learning. And, and they're going to be grateful for some of those aspects. Some they learn the hard way, but some they just flat out learn about their business and the state of the food industry and how it will exist moving forward for the next five years. Yeah will be radically different and the customer's experience with food is going to be radically different than ever before and there is no going back will to what and how businesses food restaurant businesses modeled their business after how they set up their business um it's 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 pretty it's pretty different man
0: no, for sure, for sure. There's no doubt about it. You got to be willing to, or you have to be able to be flexible and to adapt and to adjust and tinker. And but that's what you know. This is why I love serving. I say I. I mean, we all of us at Schedule Fly love serving all of y'all that are independent. Because here's your. I mean, this is. T- imagine running a place with five thousand, you know, two thousand units or a thousand units, and having to all the things you have to do to make it. I mean, you you've got the ability fairly quickly, as you said, in two days to tinker and adjust and tweak and and get rocking. Um, And that's one of the great things about independently owned businesses is you've got a you're nimble and you're agile and you have a small group of decision makers that can um, quickly make changes and adjust. And on the flip side of that, look, man, people are people are definitely, definitely a much more attuned to who they do business with now particularly in hospitality they know what's happened to independent restaurants they know how hard it's been for so many and they're thinking about that now and they're saying man I really how can I support these local independent institutions that we we've grown to, to know and love so much over the years so that's one of the great things I think that's going to come out of this is that people really are, are more thoughtful about who they you know where they choose to do business because maybe they're not able to go out as much um, so they're more careful and thoughtful when they go, uh, as to wh- where they go.
1: Oh, they're good. absolutely. You're going to find that people are really going to be choosy to which restaurant they go to. Sure, some are just going to go to their old staple restaurants without even blinking an eye. But myself, like I'm keeping a close eye on which restaurants I feel are doing it right, the ones I trust. Yeah. And those are the same restaurants, Will, that I was – ordering takeout pickup curbside to go during the last two and a half three months I, I really honestly could share that i limited myself to three particular restaurants for curbside pickup over the last three months because those were the restaurant tiers that i trusted were doing things properly inside their four walls and those when those restaurants two have already come back and opened up and are seating you know dave's restaurants big red F are, are seating now and one other of my favorite restaurants oak they're not seating yet inside so i'm i just did curbside uh, i think saturday night like i still want to support the restaurants like i do but i'm not fully ready to go sit inside someone's restaurant right now will
0: oh yeah well you mentioned uh you mentioned dave that's dave query um big red f he's yeah wow i mean i, I know you you you've known dave for a long time um i had the pleasure of honor of uh staying with Dave and his bride Dana when I was out there a few months ago I have utmost respect I'm not surprised at all that you mentioned that he's he's one of the folks that uh you have trust for he he does things right he takes care of his people he takes care of his customers he takes care of himself and his family and great dude um actually I need to try to get him back on here too uh really uh just a a legendary guy out there and uh you're part of the world for sure
1: sure is man and again, he he's helping the community. He's helping other restaurants if they need support. And you know, like, and he's he's he is up up above his head right now with work to do. He's got thirteen restaurants to get back open. He's been opening them in segments, you know, a couple at a time. And he's trying to feel out, Will, how do any restaurants survive at fifty percent capacity? Yeah. Like, and what we're not talking about yet, Will, is this is. This is warm weather today. I mean, we both yeah. said, man, it's hot outside where we live. You know, it's going to be 85 here today. And this is, this works right now, Will, in the summer because we can use our outside patios. We could use the streets that are closed in some of our communities. It's like Some of our downtown areas have closed their streets and put tents and tables so the restaurants can have their customers sit in the street seating and order their food and they bring them to us. What, what a restaurant can't do right now is fill up, their small dining room, because at 50% capacity, you couldn't operate a business successfully. No. So we're doing things now that work right now in June, but this this model that we have at 50% capacity will not work in November when all of a sudden it's 40 degrees outside or 35 degrees outside at 5 o'clock at night. Like, everyone has to be inside, Will. So that this is something that we're trying not to think about, but we have to think about
0: well, luckily, yes. I, and a couple of things. One is, you know, thank goodness this happened with the timing and the weather when it is, so that you've got it's buying you a little bit of time to try to figure this stuff out. Oh my out. gosh!
1: Um, so, hard. Look, Will, you are spot on, man. If this if this thing happened, say October, and not March some businesses certainly would not even be open ever again. Like yeah. there, there's going to be a faction that are, that are under that umbrella. Yeah. But yes, you are talking, we are so fortunate and grateful and lucky that we are able to try and make this work during warm weather.
0: Yeah, we we've seen it. I mean, we've, we've, we've seen, we've seen customers that have called us and said, look, we're, we're done. You know, this we're not, we're not surviving this. We, we can't make it work. We're closing our doors. Yeah. Uh, I know t- it's We tough.
1: have it here
0: too we, we have it here too I, I hate it I hate it um, I, I'm thankful for y'all that, that, that can have that Little buffer of time And y'all Y'all will figure it out It's not easy um, It's not gonna be Nobody's You know There's No way around that But y'all You Dave that. Y'all will figure this stuff out um, you, we you, you, you will. We're,
1: we're careful, Will. We're careful. And, like, it goes back to that first thing about how do I remain so positive. Yeah. Will, yeah. I mean, I'm going to take the nuggets of the day and wrap myself around the positive things that happen. And we're going to work with the challenges that are in front of us and make sure that they don't bring us down in, in a mental side. You know, we got to keep hanging on to those positive things, even if there's two positive things and four negative things, Will. we got to let those two positive things outweigh the negative things so we keep getting up tomorrow and the day after that and and going to work and driving ourselves to keep improving this system so the system can start to work for us as much as we're working for it
0: love it man love it dude all right i know you're a busy guy drew and uh i've taken enough of your time we talked for a while even before we started recording so i'm gonna let you roll but Man. Always a pleasure. I appreciate it. And you know what? You gave me a great idea. I'm going to I'm gonna try to get in touch with Laird Hamilton. We'll get him on here. You and folks. Do, if, man, uh, you should. I'll yes. let you know if we make it happen, folks. You'll hear more about why, but uh, Drew gave me a good idea, so uh, more to come. Uh, Drew, have a good you one. Tell, tell your team hello, and I um, appreciate the time very much, man. You know where I'm at if you ever need anything.
1: You got it. We'll listen, best to you and your family, and tomorrow I'm going to send you a quote for the weekend to throw on that dry erase board because I also – Have a dry erase board in my home. My daughter happens to draw all over it, which is the best thing ever. But I I will send you a quote to throw up for the weekend, brother. Send
0: it on, man. All right. We'll see you. Be well. Bye.